perspectives, different views, one voice. Welcome to the Perspective Podcast. My name is Cam. This is a weekly podcast where myself and three other people will come together to discuss anything and everything that revolves around our daily lives, such as relationships, work, music, politics, and sport. In the studio, I'm joined by Ali, Chris, and Kojo. And today we're going to be discussing perception of the modern black man in society. I was going to start off from like the sources of representation of the modern black man. So that could be from TV, professional working lives. It could be people you may have met, um, even, you know, you have um, blood relations with. For me, I guess, in, in my work, as, as, and I work, I'm employed as a, as a lawyer, I've, I've come across um, different people in my profession. And I remember when I started out in my profession, I, I almost thought, that it, it was virtually impossible for a black man to, to make it in the profession. You know, I thought I, I had to see sort of representations of myself. Um, and I was fortunate enough to create links with um, black lawyers in the profession who were able to sort of give me an opportunity to sort of thrive and, and, and go within the profession. But seeing them within the profession sort of molded my perception of it because before I entered the profession, I didn't necessarily think it, it was achievable um, you know, to, to, to reach certain heights in the profession because I just didn't see myself there. Yeah, but what I was the challenges for you? I guess the first challenge is perception because you have to see yourself in the profession that before it can even happen. Before you can see yourself in the profession, you know, you need to see someone that looks like you there. You know, otherwise, you know, it doesn't necessarily become a reality. And it was only until I saw people that looked like me is where it became a reality. I, I, you know, I think for me... It was just nice to see a black man, you know, in a professional environment who was respected in, in terms of um, the job that they did. And at the same time, it was a noble job. You know, it was something that, that, that was um, built on very good principles. Um, and, it, 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 you know, I guess it's a job that, for the most part, you're giving something back to society. Um, I mean, prior to that, I guess any other representations of black men would be, you know, would have been in the media for me. You know, I'd see would have been from music, yeah. you know, because, you know, for me, a lot of what I saw when I was growing up was, like, you know, music videos. So, you know, and, and much of it was, you know, stuff from America. So you'd see rappers and artists on TV, and that may very well influence, you know, your perception of, of, of the black man in society. I don't know. Part of your career at the moment, how is the challenges now? How is it affecting you now, or...? I can't, you know what, I can't really, I can't necessarily say I see many challenges and maybe that's because I've completely shut, you know, shut that part off where I just, you know, if I go, you know, if I go into court, I'm not necessarily looking around to see if there are any other black people there. I'm just going in there to do a job. So I don't, I don't necessarily think about it in, in that manner. Um, and I don't even necessarily think about maybe the representation, I guess, you know, I put forward by being a black man walking into the courts. I guess, in a suit, um, and, and not necessarily there to appear um, or answer for an offence. I'm actually there to represent people. <laughs> yeah, no. so, that, that must be interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, like... <laughs> so, <laughs> let me... Yeah, so, Ali, what would you say is the representation to yourself, then? Well, um, on my career, I work in building construction, so I'm a project manager myself. And um, as a black, modern man find it really challenging whereby 
in UK alone, this is the experience that I face this all the time. Majority of the directors, associate, um, seniors, or management, or supervisor, they, as you go down, majority of like a modern black men are in the bottom, such as labor, laborers. So where I face this all the time, as myself, I'm a management perspective in that sense. So when I'm seeing the view being within that area, I find it really heartbreaking and very disturbing because not only we are competent of working, not only we are strong, not only we have mental and, and physical and um, just know what we're doing, it's just, it's just hard to break through within that area because, for example, building homes for a community or building homes for the government is not easy. And then when you're coming as a young black professional man, that has the skills, that has the experience, that has the understanding of what you're doing, and then you're supervising over a thousand thousand teams daily basis. You, I get a lot of challenges all the time, and what keeps me going is just to say, okay, I've got family, I've got people that loves me, and it keeps me going not to shatter myself or not to go down. Mm. So every single time, when I'm waking up in the morning and going through that kind of challenges, I find it tough all the time, but. It gives me the motivation to say I shouldn't allow any other areas to try and put me down, especially in that. But but would you say those challenges are just down are down to race, or could it just be down well, to, this, to, there, to there? You go because we can all ag agree, or everyone have their opinion. Race is effect on it. The general society is effect on it. As a black young man that has the the, the understanding. It's effect on that, and it's fair as well. At the same time, it's effect on that. It's just a lot. So within this kind of topic, I can go more and more and more down. So maybe Chris, you could add to that. I would say that's that's quite um. It's 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 broad at the same time. For me, you can make it subjective and objective because for me, when you when answering that question, I would say there's the stereotype of the modern day black man that even myself, I can fathom it in my head. And I know when I walk down the street, what's expected of me and what's expected of the modern day black man in society. But at the same time, I can look at myself and as definitely in 2019 as a modern day black man. But I know I don't follow any of those stereotypes or the labels that's put on me. At the same time, with the way I think, that won't make me any less than the modern day black man. Just because I go against the, the, the norms and the social values of what a modern day black man should be. Because for me, I walk, live and breathe it from birth. So no one can define to me what a modern day black man is in one concept, really. Yeah. Because there could be someone who comes from a different walk of life to me that's black and modern. I come from uh, listening to a hip hop background, I say, uh, working class community so the things that i've been open to would be different to someone from a middle class like middle class environment however they could be more into their roots than me they could talk the language that wherever they come from fluently they could cook that fluently just do everything that's more quote unquote black than me someone who's even upper class 
where you'd think, oh, they might be snobby. They might want to look down and where they come from back in the day. Whereas everyone has this whole social concept where our oh, working class, we all, we all stick together. We're all black, 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 black. Really and truly, that's what breeds a lot of the negative perceptions of black people because people just define it as blacks, lower class. Whereas now, if you look across the world, it's only in places like Europe and America where we will be the lower class. Yeah. And let's look at Africa. That's what second biggest continent in the world. If we do the maths, here the connotations are quite wrong. If we look in the Caribbean, places like that, there's going to be upper class black people that define a whole different structure to what we would be brought up in UK or US with. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like when I was growing up, I was thinking, oh, to be black, you'd have to be from the hood. Do you see what I mean? That like those kind of narratives is. Yeah, but that, it's funny you say that, but yeah. don't we still carry a bit of that? that oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's that, what I'm he's saying. No class, that, 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 show, that, look look at the that, way he talks, exactly. look at the way his language, look at what he wears, mate. He's, not, that, he's not really about that. That's what, what I'm mean? saying. And that's, that's, the, that's the perception you start thinking, oh, how black could he? You question his blackness that you think, oh, he, he talks a bit well spoken. Like, where is he yeah, from? Yeah, But the thing is, why does it matter? I think when you bring it back, though, I think, obviously, in regards to how black perception, perception of black men in the society, I think it's very interesting that we say certain stuff like that. The reason why I say that, it's almost like if you put in a working environment and you see someone that's well-spoken, mm. well-dressed, the way, you know, well-groomed, whatever not, and they are black, it's almost like there is this understanding that when those type of people get into a position of power, mm. they don't necessarily understand the working class black man's journey yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, Hence yeah. the reason why when that appears to you, you almost think that, oh, he might not know the struggle that I'm going through. Yeah. But as you mentioned with certain stuff, they might most probably know more than you do. Trust me. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think in regards to perception, it's almost like we have to fit in to a certain mm-hmm. way to be acceptable. So yeah. if you talk about the working environment, you have to go in there and you have to change your language. Because I remember growing up, the language that I use with my <laughs> friends and the language I use at work are two different languages because yeah. you have to learn to adapt. Yeah. So we always having to adapt. Yeah. yeah. They, I can't say they, but I mean as in a Caucasian yeah. person, doesn't really because it's their environment. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, dictate yeah. how yeah. you need to fit into that environment. Definitely. Right? So in regards to how you wear your hair, mm. that how you talk, all these type of things, we always having to fit in. Mm. So for myself, when I look at representation, it's almost like if you look at me, or most of the time if I'm not in a working environment or I'm not wearing a shirt or whatever, not, you would think, quote, unquote, what? He's got dreads, he's got a gold tooth, he's black. He must be you add it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- and it's funny that I say that because a lot of the times when I'm walking down the road yeah. and I see someone that actually looks like me with yeah. this description that I have, yeah. I kind of think, you know, what is this guy, <laughs> what is this yeah. guy doing? So social condition. clearly it's that social conditioning mm, aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Where even though you are trying to put a different representation on, because obviously I work with a lot of kids mm-hmm. and I want them to understand to a certain extent that you don't have to fit into this clean car, you yeah. can't wear your hair a hair certain way or whatever not yeah. in order to progress in a professional world. Definitely. But then at the same time I still have inner demons when I see someone yeah. that is not in a professional world, yeah. like walking down the road with a hood on that looks like me or whatever not, still thinking, this guy might be on some crud, like what yeah. is this guy on? Yeah, yeah, Does this yeah, guy yeah, even yeah, have a day yeah, job? Do you yeah, know what I mean? So yeah. I, f- I feel like when, when we talk about that representation, I find myself, even though I'm trying to walk it and I'm trying to change that, I still struggle in, in that sense of it, trying to balance that even against my own people, right? So 
this is where that whole thing comes in. That's 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 why I, I would go back to saying there isn't a w- one distinct definition of a modern day. There isn't a distinct modern day white man. Do you see what I mean? We could say, all right, what is a modern day white man, for example? Some people will pull out a cockney geezer if this was London, <laughs> or they could pull out a, a middle a middle to upper class rich banker who's grew up in you know what I mean. He grew yeah. up in Southwest mm-hmm. London, London. Do you get what I mean? Or West London, like a nice part, where he's completely different from the Cockney geese. Or it could be, or it could just be someone who's from the Midlands. Do you see what I mean? A hardworking person from they've got different cultures amongst them, like subcultures amongst themselves, where it doesn't define them as just one. Why do you see what I'm saying? But with black people, this is what I mean. It's a certain culture where it's that he has to be alpha male. Yeah. You get what I mean? That that word floats about a lot nowadays. So it's the whole alpha male, strong. He's got to love women. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, he has to be a guy. Yeah, yeah like he's got to, he's got to be a guy. Do you get what I'm saying? It's um, he's yeah. Do you know what? It's not even that he's a threat. It's society's got to see him as a threat. Right, so right. that comes along with him it, being strong. He just has to deflect. Because obviously things that he's grown up with through the years, naturally that makes you strong. Like it's, it's not even... It's armour. But the, for me, at the same time, I see through it as a lot of... There's a lot of false bravado. Do you mm. see what I mean? Especially mm. with black, black youth. It's false bravado. It's them trying to put on an a Iron Man suit when they walk out on the streets, knowing that they do live in fear, especially in a certain community. Yeah. They have to go outside knowing that, okay, if I look like a victim, I'm going to be a victim. Do you understand? I And some some men don't really want to be that guy. They get found out later on in life if they keep doing that. Do you see what I mean? Because you're not being yourself. So these are the things where I say is that there's just certain narratives that's been pushed and people feel they need to follow that line. Yeah. They don't need to. There's people that listen to different type of... Do you get what I'm saying? In 2019, people can be who they want to be and still push, as long as it's positive, for me, do you see what I mean? You could do whatever you want to do in this. I'll still look at you no less than a modern-day black man. Do you see what I mean? So so it's funny that you mentioned the whole positive aspect of it. So Mm. obviously when you're looking at it, I guess the other question would be, what would be some of the triggers that that you see about other black men that you might see as a negative contribution to the to the whole black, I don't know if there's an agenda or culture or where we want to be or how we want to be perceived. How do you guys think about that? Boy, black community. No, so it's, repeat it again, Kojo. So, so it's, uh, no, no, because I, I guess, yeah, no. like, um, what Chris mentioned regarding positive, like, if it's as long as, it doesn't matter what that representation is, as long as it's positive or whatever, not right? And I'm saying, in regards to how we see that, because... It is funny because I've been in working environment where I've mm. seen like there is this thing about the token black man or whatever not because mm. they want to progress then they pander to everything that's being said to them they don't it's like they don't, they don't stand up for themselves or anything like that right so I guess just putting that aside I'm guessing what I'm trying to say is that the triggers that you see in other black men that you you might see as a negative contribution to the whole what pulls us back, basically. Pulls us back, as, as, you know. As, as, it's, it's, it's like they will have, like, on, on a TV show, there's some sort of stabbing or something, yeah? Mm. And they don't bring this guy to talk about stuff. And you're thinking, this guy's never really grown up in these areas. How is he representing... How does he really know what's going on in these environments, for instance? Because, obviously, what what what, what happens in these scenarios... And I'll, I'll just go on until mm, one of you guys... Go on. Normally, when something bad happens, they will get a black person... That's like, oh, 
I lived in this environment, I made it, yeah? So they'll get that one person, yeah, that made it from a specific environment, whether they grew up in Peckham, whether they were whatever not, and now they are whatever star or whatever yeah. they've elevated themselves to. And they try to compare every black person that is in that yeah. scenario that they were in before to say, if he can make it, then you, you have no excuse. Why can't you make it, right? And the reason why I think that is negative in a sense is because it's almost like there's been various experiments. If you put crabs in a, like a bucket, one of them is going to make it, mm. right? But the majority of them are going to stay in that bucket. They're not Definitely. going to make it, right? So when you're using that to represent that every person that's going through that challenge to say that, oh, if that one person has made it, you need to make it. That, that, that kind of brings back the whole blame agenda to say, you guys, it's not that it's an excuse. Like, mm. like, I guess, you are kind of saying, I guess, I guess to, some, to some degree, I get, why, you know, I get why you would have someone come forward and say, well, I'm from the same environment, you know, I mean, because a lot of this, a lot of the time, a lot of these things are down to choices as well, you know. Yeah. You know, a lot. Of, so, I mean, are we are we talking about young? Um, are we talking about young black boys who grow up and are sort of conditioned to certain sort of environments, which sort of mold their their upbringing and create sort of certain sort of. No, we're not talking about that. Let, let's not move because I guess yeah. this He's is talking a about basically tri- trigger, trigger points. points. Like, trigger it points, could right. be that man yeah. cooning. That basically some guys, they could just be cooning out there or they could just, you know, like how you say now you're in your law profession, you yeah. carry yourself with a certain dignity, especially as a black man, you're going to amplify it a bit more as well. Like just because you know where you've come from, do you get what I'm saying? You're trying to do stuff to be progressive t- towards other young black men in law. If they, Let's say if they was to see you as an example, mm-hmm. you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what would be you seen in, let's say, law or other like, just society ways that that guys you be like ah oh, bro you can't be doing that in public that like, because bro like that's making us look kind of you get what I'm saying you're that's making, making us, us look, look bad like you're you're a bit ashamed because he's out here doing what he's doing that's what he means I guess I guess I guess one example I could draw on is I remember I was out with my missus and there were these there were these kids we were out in Streatham and there were these kids and when I say kids, they were probably around the age of like 14, 15. And there was a group of them. And the group was split. There were two boys on their own. And then there was a group of about three or four boys. And they sort of approached the two boys and just started, you know, start, started kicking off at them and just saying, what you got for me? What are you doing in this area? And I remember my missus just really wanted to say something to them because she just didn't get that sort of, you know, that behaviour, that way of thinking, especially with the aggressors sort of claiming that the area was theirs. Because as far as she was concerned, you don't own these streets. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't own anything here. So why do you feel like you have any right to behave in that manner? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I guess... I guess for me, I, I, I guess I'd like to understand why they did think that way, why they felt possessive towards their own area and felt like as a result that they, they had a right to inflict violence on anyone that they felt had no right to be there. And So what was it? The victim was, was the victim white and the aggressors black were, black. were black. It was black. So, oh, okay, you know, it was a bunch black of black, black boys, you know, arguing, arguing okay, amongst okay, each other. Okay, you I know. get you, yeah. Yeah, but look, we've just put something in there, black on black. Look. We need to yeah. have another... What about yeah, you? Yeah, okay, what, I know. What about, about, track. what about you? Yeah, I understand the whole topic you guys are mentioning. So, for example, what Coach was saying, saying that, oh, there's a crime, and then they'll bring an external person from different areas. Obviously, it's from the hood as well. And he wants to represent, but obviously he's gone to 
is become a millionaire or someone well-known. I found that really negative as agreeing with, um, um, with culture because the reason why I'm, I'm saying that because that person, first of all, is not going through the, the, the path within that community and he doesn't understand what changes has been happening. It hasn't come back into the community mm. to, 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 to help. It's, it's, it's perfect example, Nipsey um, Hustle, for example. He goes out, and community comes back in and then stay in the community. community and then support the community, and then make sure that he build his community. Obviously, we know all the tragic what just happened, which is fair yeah, enough. But obviously, say that's the reason why he's dead. If he left his community, he would not be dead. Well, there's that argument, but I guess that's a whole different That's another different topic. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is someone from the outside community that is, hasn't grown up in the community, want to represent the community, and trying to come and trying to speak, that is the portrayal because of what the media want them to hear. That's what I believe. Yeah, and no, that's I think the kind of the media with <coughs> involvement I, in that as well. I, th I think to add to that, for instance, if something has happened and they want me to represent their youth now, I don't think it's fair for me to do that because I am not in that environment anymore. No, no. Yes, I grew up and I can understand to a certain extent, but things have changed. Yeah. They are doing things for different reasons or whatever it is. I cannot be like some sort of expert to talk about that and say, oh, you know what, I did a lot of these things and look at me now. They, they, they have no excuse. I don't think that's necessarily fair in regards to representation. But I guess what I'm just trying to do, I try to use that as an example mm -hmm. just to get us um, talking about this. But I think the key thing is that if we're talking about positive or what we see the modern-day black man to be, then I guess if we're talking about the modern-day black man, what are some of the attributes I saw that is negative and we might want to get rid of that or we, that we might not want to see that in the modern-day black man, if you get what I mean. So, um, so almost flipping it. Flipping it on this side. I, I would say um, blatant ignorance. I think a lot of black men, not even black men, black people, they know better, but they try to act like they don't know better. Like, so they, like, the thing is, there's a lot of stereotypes of how, yeah, we could be um, violent and aggressive and all of this, but it, that doesn't make sense because it's a contradiction in itself if you're looking at like primary and secondary socialization because if you look at the primary socialization when i say that i mean that's the first steps of you getting socialized into society so we're talking about things like if you're a christian the church if you was a muslim the mosque we're talking about the household we're talking about primary school so we're talking about literally from what the first group that like first first yeah. year and things like yeah. that yeah. so let's look about everything that you get taught yeah. everything you get taught at those ages is things that are positive, happy, things that are going to mould you into becoming a man or, you know what I mean, a woman, yeah. and a decent man and a decent woman. You see what I mean? So the things you're getting taught, everyone at home, let's say in the majority, will know right from wrong. Yeah. You get slapped or you get reprimanded if you do something wrong at home. Do you see what I mean? That everyone would know what's good, what's evil, because you get taught whether in school mm. or whether in religion, what's good and what's evil. Everyone gets taught the basics of what's right and wrong. So how come once we get past a certain level of socialization, it all all of a sudden becomes we're the animals, we're the savages, we're the wild ones, we're violent? Because for as I know, Africans and Caribbeans are really religious. Yeah. I, I, I don't get that because in the households that a lot of people are coming from, a lot of people come from good households. Now, yes, we could talk about broken homes and all of that, but what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of people where 
they know better at a certain age and they try to completely forget what what they what they come from. Do you understand? So I feel I feel like what they do is they use the pain and society's pressures on them to say, okay, fuck it. Like I know I know better, but fuck it. Like I'm gonna do what I wanna do because whereas other cultures, I feel like they've got the same they've got certain issues that go on in their communities, but they can they can deal with it better. Maybe that's because of a generation thing, but they 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 still say to themselves, I can't represent my community like this. You understand what I mean? Now, I think, I think, um, yeah, no, I get that. Um, that's a valid point. But I think the way we need to look at this, if we're talking about representation in regards to why we're always criminalised or mm. why we always look like we are their enforcers and we're mm. always ready to, I don't know, stab someone or whatever that, that, that whole idea comes from. It comes from... Well, that's down to media. It though. comes down from media, but yeah. then it comes from <clears throat> slavery from how many years ago? And that representation that they put that they put out there of that black man in order for how they used to behave or how they used to treat black men for, for that to be okay. Because if we need to understand, we need to understand that in regards to black men, at some point we're not even seen as humans. Yeah. Right? So if you're not seen as humans and through generation that idea is changing or you're meant to be seen as a human now, then you could understand what type of representation was out there before. So a lot of the stuff that we're fighting now is just through historical events that's happened. And um, from thing, I think also when we talk about black people, one thing I do not like is because Africa to me is the biggest continent. I think um, it's a lie that this is the second biggest con- continent. Anyway, yeah. it has the most countries in, yeah. in the world. Yeah. And then when we bring it here, we have to add the Caribbean. Mm. So there's yeah. how many people from the Caribbean? Mm. How many different cultures in the Caribbean? Yeah. Then yeah. any other black people from whatever the states or whatever not. And I guess in regards to that black directive, it's more dictated to more from the states in regards to how a black man is meant to be thin in the worldwide media. So when we always sit down and we talk about black men not sticking to a culture, not almost having this agenda that we're all working towards, it's how many different cultures. Mm. Now, I could say to you, even in my country, in Ghana, there's about how many different cultures speaking different languages mm. that practices different things. Mm. In order for a community to unite, we first have to understand each other. Mm. Well, right? That's a so, division, though. It's not. It's, it's not. A, it's not. It's, it's not a, a purposely division. Okay. division so, that so, they so, that. They cause that. It started all from the from slavery. I'm not. I'm not disputing the division part, yeah. but I'm, I'm disputing the narrative that we use. Right. So we use certain narratives. Black people don't stick together. Black people this. Black people that. What I'm saying about that type of narrative is that when we consider black people in this country, yeah. they come from so many different places mm-hmm. with so many different cultures. Yeah. So you cannot just expect. This amount of people coming from different directions to always come together and agree. It doesn't work yeah, like that. It, it, it becomes over time. Now, for instance, when I came into this country, I didn't start understand anything about Nigeria or Nigerian culture, Sierra Leone or whatever. Not. But through knowing friends, knowing even what they eat, and knowing that it's all the same thing, really, yeah. is how you get to understand. Then you build bonds, right? But you need to understand, when you look at the first generation, mm-hmm. they came here, if you can consider them first generation, regardless yeah. of the Commonwealth or whatever. Not. Yeah. It was more just to come here to work. The whole agenda was just to go back. So in regards to building certain blocks and for us to then build upon that, they didn't see it like that. So we're coming from different views. But I just wanted to touch on that whole black thing and all that. We have to be careful how we talk about that because I feel like there's a bigger pot than just... There is, but then if you actually... I agree with it to a certain extent, but if you're looking at other... like, You see how you just said that? Let's look at other things. Look at India. 
that I was gonna India say, is was one gonna say, country. No, but then I was going to say, let's say the Asians or let's say the South Americans, they're all from different countries, but as soon as they learn that, obviously, you speak Spanish, that's the one thing that binds them. They know, all right, you can be from even a Brazilian... But, but you know what you just said, you speak Spanish, right? No, that's but even a Brazilian... You mean like one language. That's no, another... Look, 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 even a Brazilian speaks Portuguese, but someone from Bolivia speaks Spanish, but they're South American. Do you understand? Yeah, but, still but, but do you know problem. the Spanish and Portuguese is quite similar? Obviously, but understand what, what I'm trying to say is they're still, it's not even about the language. Mm. What I'm trying to say is the only reason I said Spanish is they got common tongue. Do you get what I'm saying? Our common tongue is, is English. Do you see what I mean? Whether it's Africans, Caribbeans, there's a common tongue here, which mm-hmm. is English. What I'm saying is there's going to be a certain brotherly love. Do you see what I'm saying? Especially when it's a diaspora example, when they're, when they're over here. Do you understand? It's like, so like I said, a Brazilian and a, let's say, Bolivian, they're over here. What? I'm going to try and help you. Do you get what I'm saying? We're gonna, I'm, with, with blacks, and I'm not saying it ain't like that, but let's say it's not always like that. Yeah, but, Do you understand? Yeah, wait, it's, wait, not wait. Always, it's not always uh, 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 arms open. No. We're yeah. going to help each other. And even if we talk about, even in that, the workplace, bruv, there isn't always going to be that black person that's going to be that. I'm going to look out for my people. No, there is not, because, bro, like, let's have it right. There's, there's men that no. I will call queens okay. that will be like, yo, I ain't looking after no one. Yeah, no, 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 because... But then what this saying? is what I'm saying. A lot of this stuff... Ali, sorry, you, you come in, Ali. I'll come in after that. Yeah, but just got this. as I was mentioning before, this is division. I was mentioning it because you can argue that and say your opinion on that. Mm. Out in the workforce, everyone's looking after themselves. It's a survival moment. And my side of it, I don't think like that. And that's what probably makes me different from another so many other black stereotypes. But does that make does that make them does that make them a coon though if they don't necessarily want to you know if they if they're thinking about themselves and no 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 listen okay let me look it does make them it does make them a coon and I'll explain I'll explain to you how I'll explain to you how it makes them a coon because it is the attitude right so you need to understand there is always tokenism right and in these environments, what they understand is that they will put that one black person in a senior management position just to make it look like they're multicultural, just to make it look like any black person could step through. And I'm not disputing that in your own environments, if you push, you can't step through. But you need to understand that when you are on this, what do you want to call it, conveyor belt, where they've identified you as that black person that they could put up there, you need to understand the challenges that comes with it. Because there are certain comments that they'll make, oh, yeah, you're not like that, Camis, but I don't know about the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, that's all the time. That's all the time. This, 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 this is no. I'm saying to you because a lot of the times we walk past and not understand it. So really, by the time that you get up there, you can't defend another black man coming up because they molded you to a certain way. You start, you start exhibiting the same behaviors that they exhibit. Yeah, right? So wait, wait. Let, let, let me just finish. Let me just finish. So in regards to this, when you're going through this path, you need to understand that. That this is part and parcel of that. Because when they're saying, oh, Camis, you're not like that. But I don't know about that guy there. Look at him. That guy could be your brother. That guy could be your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that guy, that guy could be a family member. Right? So when you don't step up and you say to them, oh, what do you mean about that guy there? What's wrong with that guy? When I'm not at work wearing this, that's how I look like. So that's what I mean by that. So when you're saying about the coon stuff, yeah, the people, when, when you're going through these type of things, because you will know if you are being identified as that person to put on that conveyor belt, it's very easy. Yeah, right? they know. Yeah, you know. Like, it, it's part and parcel of that, isn't it? And we all ride that. 
in order to be successful. Mm -hmm. But you just have to know what is happening around you. Because when you don't stand up and say anything, once you get to that level, you can become that director of that company. You will not be able to do what you feel like. Because a lot of the times people hide away. And in regards to challenging stuff, oh, it makes me like the, these stereotypes that, oh, the aggressive black man, mm -hmm. or this or that. So you, you try to laugh it off. You try to make Literally. it fit so that you could fit in. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that's not the challenges that we face. But I'm saying when we're doing that, we need to understand what we're doing. Yeah, but majority or major of us forgets. That's what it is. How can you forget? Be What's no, there to forget? What I'm trying to say, forget, when, when they're going through that challenges, they ignore the fact that what they've gone, what they've done what they've come through. And then when they're going to that position of a director's, for example, they just forget. Okay. No, no, Where, no, 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 no. Thing is, though, thing is, thing is, okay. They choose, okay. they choose it's, it's to easy ride, man. No, no, no. They're not forgetting. What they're doing is, they're so focused on self that they've said to themselves, I've disconnected myself from this whole black thing. It's, oh, I'm in a working environment where it's dog eat dog. So I'm not going to be the dog that gets eaten. So the thing is, is, Obviously, they don't owe nothing to you because you're black. I'm not saying they owe anything to anyone. No one does. But where it is, is they can't be treating you worse than a white person will treat you or any other person out of your race. That why, why should they? Do you understand that? If they're in a position of power, they should be able to be like, all right, you know what? I know his background because this is where they remember because I come from the same background. So now, if you go for a position, like a position for like an interview, now to, to get promoted and there's other people that's from other races there they should be able to say alright cool I know Ali's background I know he's equally as good as these guys and he probably works harder than them because he's from that background and I know he does and they should have that in mind and interview you equally yeah that's someone who's not abusing their power and they're still being fair do you understand yeah I'm not saying they should go alright fuck it give him the job because he's black and he's worked because he's from a black community. Nah, just be equal. But there's, there's black people in that position and be like, nah, do you know what? If I do that, it might look like I'm trying to bring man through yeah, yeah. and then I've got these other white donnies <laughs> yeah, that are, are equally as good as him. But I don't know, if I, if I hire that white don or that white girl, it's going to make that boss happy. Yeah, because it's going that's to make them really blindly. That's what, you really want. And that's what they end up doing. They and that's the problem. That's where, and that's where you be thinking, you're scratching your thinking, wait, hold on. So I've worked in this company a year longer than that person. He does what I do, but I do it in a better way, yet he's getting promoted. How is this working? And like, you're going to have to try and tell yourself, no, nah, it ain't because of my race. Bro, it is. Like, let's not, let's not, like, come on, we, the thing is, we're not dumb here, like, in, in these social settings. And that's the thing. When people say, oh, forget, we're not forgetting nothing. Because that same person you can't forget that. that position are you, are you is smart that? enough to know better. Like, I'm not, I don't go, buy none go, of that Go on, Kamis, you wanted to come in. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know if it's me being ignorant or maybe I just haven't been exposed to certain things because, obviously, why was, obviously, have you, can you draw any examples where the situations you've described have happened? Have you seen them happen? Yeah, bro. The thing is, I can't say that, I've seen them that, happen. That, that, that you, was you know, I've, I've certainly had, I've, I've, bro, I've been exposed to different things. Okay. So I've just seen different things and I haven't seen those sort of things you've described. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Okay. You, 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 yeah, and do you know what it is? I, to be honest, I, but I'm, I can't talk about law because obviously that's a very yeah, professional yeah, yeah, yeah. world. But, but I think lower level jobs, you definitely will see low, that more I, I, because there's more minorities in those things. The thing is, like, I, can't, I, can't, I can't sit here and say that there are no issues with race in the legal yeah, profession. Yeah, no, but when it comes to... Yeah, no, but, bro, you know... Listen, when it comes to even just promotions and no. that, like, what we, what we have to do and what we have to put forth, like, just to get a promotion... Compared to let's say let's say look at let's say now on average 
there's uh, let's just even talk because I could talk about normal conversations I'm having with other black men in 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 society. As soon as I hit like over twenty five, where black men start talking about, all right, cool, I've grown up now, I want to get a proper job, proper career, build for a family, and all of that. Mm-hmm. We're talking about living in London, so we're talking about earning a certain amount a year. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. straight away, certain man go. To live in London on an all right wage, we're trying to aim for at least 30k. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's someone who's at 25 plus. Yeah. 25 is definitely lucky to be getting that at those times. So even up to like the 30s and all of that, like we're talking early 30s, man are talking like that. Cool. Bruv, when you go into a normal job and you see man that's on at least 27, 28k, yeah. you look at the look at the, the, the ages of the blacks and the minorities, and then I'll turn around, I'll look and see a white girl who's what? 21, 22, yeah. earning 30k, and you ask her, what's she done with her life? Yeah. And she tells me nothing. I did admin for two, three years. <laughs> <laughs> bro, okay. hey, bro, and you, and you bro, got university degree. Yeah, bro. And you got university me? degree. I've, I've done, I've, I stole all money to the university. You get what I'm saying? I had to go, I had to go different. And I'm not talking about myself, I'm just saying, I've seen this. That People tell me they've collected, do you get what I'm saying? Training courses. They, they've spent times trying to invest themselves mm-hmm. to no. just get into position to earn 30k to live in London yeah. where you're seeing 22 year old 23 year old girls who are from outer suburbs of London who don't even care about money because their parents are alright anyway yeah. earning that has chump changed to you saying they know that in the next 10 years they're earning triple that because they know I could sit here, look pretty, smile at the boss because he wants to beat me, yeah. and all I have to do is show him a bit of leg. Bro, it's that bro. I have to show him just a bit of leg. No, no, no. And he's going to be like coming to my office. I have to do is rub his belly a little. Yeah. Cool. I'm getting a promotion. Yeah. You think, bro? Yeah, no, it's like, 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 it's even in law, these laws were made where a, a black man was not seen as a human being until these things changed. So you need to understand, in regards to hierarchical thing, way of thinking, in regards to the oppression, and I'm not saying that comparing it to how it was to now or anything like yeah, that. I'm yeah. just saying that these things have been set in place already. Yeah. What we're trying to do is change how it's applied or how it applies to us. And when it's wrong or we believe it's wrong, we fight against it. Yeah. But just going back to the, some of the points that you're making. So you need to understand, and I keep referring to first generation as in our parents and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They came here to work, yeah? yeah. A lot yeah. of people know that some of them could have been lawyers in, in, in Africa, yeah. had all sorts of qualifications. But when they yeah. came here, yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't wash. No. Yeah. So you have to start coming here and get any job. Yeah. So normally what they did for our generation would be like, you know what, go to uni. Yes. Go to uni. That's what will get you in a good yeah, position, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Not. Yeah. But I could say, when I finished uni, yeah. I had a lot of friends that had the degree that were not in positions that they should be after yeah. earning a degree. And that's the right? and, and, No, 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 no. About race here, no, no. Just saying, I'm just, just talking. Saying, no, no, okay, I'll, I'll bring just, the, the okay, race right. agenda okay. to okay. it. I'll bring the race agenda okay. to it because you need to understand if your parents is putting you in those type of positions because they want you, they want us it's a to be well. better. Yeah. Yeah. To be in better positions that they were in. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the whole narrative about going into uni. Yes, so when you go to uni, then after uni, you're still not able to get a job. You're still working in a retail shop. And and I'm not I'm not just putting this out there. I'm just saying that that degree should put you in a certain bracket mm. in order for you to yeah, get a, a position more than an admin position or more than a retail position or that's more it. than stocking shelves in, in Tesco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the reality is a lot of people, a lot of young black men yeah. have got degrees, yeah. but they can't get a job. No. Right? Or the job that they could get, 
you're having to get jobs like whether it's a security driving van or whatever. No. And or I'll say jobs. to you, I will do that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's money yeah. and you have to think. Yeah. But what I'm trying to say here is that when we're talking about and, and, and this whole context of the and let's bring it back here because I think maybe we might have digressed to a few things. Okay. <laughs> but this whole, this whole thing about the modern day black man and I guess when that question is perception and stereotypes, like you could talk about their, I think there's a group of people, I keep seeing them on LinkedIn, there's this guy that's talking doing the whole hood campaign, oh, like wearing a 50, 56, 56, 56 black, men, yeah. black men, right? Yeah, and yeah. I guess when you look through that, you see a lot of black men that are in like professional environment. Yeah. And I guess in regards to their perception, they're saying, if you're not seeing me, if I'm not in this professional environment and you see me down the road, yeah. you behave a certain way towards me sure. because yeah. of stereotypes that are out there. Right? And I guess that's what we want to talk about today. Okay, so, yeah. so it's almost like we could talk about that and why people are trying to push that agenda out there. Because we're still seen in a certain light. We could sit here and be like, oh, this, that, this, that. But we, it's only that because people know you. People know what job you could do. But the minute that you walk down the road, you are just any black man yeah, but that, that is ready to stab another black I, man I, or I, whatever way that you want to see it. I agree to your point. But moving forward from this topic the, the modern black men is mainly the, the media that has got a big influence in this what, that's what he means he's saying what, why, why yeah, are they no I'm getting there the reason why is that they want a, pers- a perspective for a black man to be in a certain way that will fit into the society as I said growing up the media was, had a heavy influence on, yeah. on, you know, on what I perceived the, the, the modern day black man to be and what sort of things you could achieve yeah. as, 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 a, as a modern day black man and I guess they set the parameters um, in terms of what young um, boys may necessarily think they can achieve in terms of like education in terms of jobs in terms of what you know you know what you know what other things they may be able to sort of accomplish and and I think I think for you, if, if there aren't if there aren't many positive images in the media, then that restricts their perception because yeah. it tells them that in indirectly saying to them, you know, there's certain things you can't achieve. Yes, sir. You can't you, you can't achieve because you know it's not necessarily being shown. And and I think that that is you know where the power of the media takes place. Obviously, a lot of that's changed now because I think back in our day, media was much more controlled, whereas now you've mm. got the internet, so the yeah. internet's much more broader. Things come to you quickly. Yeah, no, so it's easier for things to come to you. And, you know, you know, I guess what s- things like social media has done is it's removed the power from the corporate media companies and given that power to sort of individuals so they can sort of push out their own image or, you know, um, I guess, you know, perception of how certain people should be or, or, or certain things you can achieve. Yeah, no, so you know. that, that, that's a good point because um, I think when you are, and we go back to growing up and seeing um, like a representation of what a black man could achieve. And I think, I don't know, for me at a certain point growing up, when I finished secondary school, all I was seeing around me is just people shutting. Like, <laughs> like you finished school, like, and I'm not saying, and this is not to make an excuse to say you couldn't take another path. And that is not the, the, the point. The point is, if you have a, a bigger group of people concentrated in the same area or grew up in the same environment, mm-hmm. a lot of them will go down a path that they might not need to go down than, than the, the, the few, right? And, and there's been experiments. There's been experiments that's been done in the past just to um, put, 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 um, put this across. So I think growing up, like we talk about representation, I don't know. You could talk Cosby Show, whether it's... Is controversial or not, but that was a representation. I don't know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, 
Uh, then, then you have to talk about yeah, the rappers. Because, yeah, I mean, and, and 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 then obviously, then you have to go a bit further back. Something that's a bit more far fetched. Talking about the whole um, black movement, Martin Luther King, and all these type of things. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a bit far fetched, even though you know it's there. It's like sometimes, in order for when you talk about representation and reflection, you have to see yourself in that position, in your environment, to say that oh, I could, I could amount to this, or I could be in this this type of position. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Looking at myself and looking at the reflection on me of me and how that could be seen in this infinite world, there wasn't any such thing. I could say, in regards to where I am in now or the profession I'm in now, I could have never envisaged myself being in this position mm. when I was 17, 18. I didn't even know that this um, such a position existed, mm. and I didn't know any black men that were in such position. Mm. Even when I got into the position, I didn't know any black men until I started going, like, you know, as, as you start making connections, mm-hmm. and then you go into an environment, and you're seeing this black man is there, and say, oh, cool, I need to get a mentor. That could, so so <laughs> what, what I'm trying to say is that when we talk about representation, when we talk about the society seeing a young black man, we almost have to go back to see the young black people now, what are they seeing out there that gives them that representation of that young black man? So that's it, guys. If you want to hear the rest of the debate, look out for part two of The Modern Black Man in Society. Perspectives, different views, one voice.